Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to another fantastic episode of Last Minute Kickout. As always, I'm Pete Times Green Navico, joined by the one and only Mr. John Turbo Finley. Greetings. And Mr. Kevin, the Kevin Eva Eva. Greetings. How are you gentlemen doing on this fine afternoon? Minutes! Yet minutes after we finished recording WrestleMania Part 1. I, I have many concerns about Part 1. Many concerns. Is it the fact that it happened? Yes. As you probably guessed it, we are talking about WrestleMania 2020 Part 2. Part 2. Night 2. Night 2. Part 1. Hour 1. Minute. But yes. It started off with a bit of a bang. No, it didn't. Lies. I was going to say, no, can, we, can, we, can, we, can we talk about how it began as well? Yes. Because we didn't say this at the start. Because did it... you know that not only has Stephanie McMahon saved the women's division, <laughs> she's also the brains, the power behind everything that's happening on, on this unprecedented second night. Which also repeated the same video package yes. from that said night. <laughs> Great, great job, guys. Uh, were, you, were, you, were you expecting a second package? You've got to remember, it's still a TV show. You know, I, I, can, I still can kind of... of give that a pass. It's definitely man turning up to take all the fucking credit at the beginning of it. I can't. It wasn't really a credit. It was basically an explanation saying of why it was going to be different. They've got, they've, it's the same video package twice because it's still the same show, but on a different day. If they've got a casual viewer that's going to join in for part two rather than part one, then you're going to try and explain. I completely understand it. Just because you two got your fucking knickers so far up your anus that they got twisted on your insides. I wouldn't worry about stuff like that. Worry about the content of the match. Is that an, is that an, unused, Stop getting upset. Is that an unused lyric from Randy Orton's theme? I got my knickers in a twist. <laughs> they wrap so hard around <laughs> my lungs. I'm twisted again. So the, the uh, WrestleMania 2020 part dose um, started with Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the NXT Women's Championship. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, indeed. Okay. We knew, we knew fine that this was going to be the case for Charlotte to get the title and whatnot and whatnot. Uh, it's like the match wasn't terrible. It was selling just was, selling was good. Story was good in the selling. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's like uh, it worked well for you know uh, Charlotte to work on the leg as she would to try to lock in the figure eight and all that. And it was pretty much majority of the match. I think it was like how many minutes did this, did this go on for? Uh, it was like it fifteen. Went on, no. It was. The second longest match of the night. Yeah, I thought so. 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 seconds. The only thing that went longer... Is a match that's still going on. <laughs> Quite possibly. Is Edge Autumn, which went on for apparently forever. Um, too fucking long, that match. Well, yeah, let's concentrate on... Uh... Charlotte Flair winning the NXT Championship, which I believe Kevin rightly predicted. Yes. 
I think I rightly predicted it as well, but then I changed my mind to say, no, they won't get put the belt they on. And more fool you for thinking yeah, that they so. wouldn't put a belt on Charlotte Flair. Apparently so. Um, it was... I can, I can scarcely believe it was 20 minutes and 20 and a half minutes. This didn't feel like 20 minutes. It didn't feel like it, but I can understand... But then again, it's Charlotte, so it, it, that's that whole thing of any other wrestler. You know, it takes a step to get one place to another, and for any for a flare, it takes three. Mm. It's. <sighs> I, I, I sort of I remember just watching it with a sinking feeling, <laughs> a sense of just. Kind of fitting, realization the that everything that I thought was going to happen was going to happen, and how utterly despondent I was about it. The real question is now that she's got the NXT Women's Championship back, did that does it count as a world championship like the Raw and SmackDown Women's? Oh, it, will now. Oh, it is. It will now. If it does, then you've got to well, add her previous. Well, they, her previous well, they've always, they've which always means that she's her. one step closer to 16. And once she hits 16, they won't give her any more title reigns. That's Whoa! it. No, they will. Because she what they want they want them to surpass the dad. Essentially, this is, yeah. This is what the, that, that that's what it's looking to be. This is also it puts a within touching range of the grand slam as well. Mm-hmm. Just need that tag win. Needs a tag win. I mean, she already she's already had the NXT Women's Championship. She had, yeah, exactly. She had the NXT Women's Championship, but it it's it like it was kind of brought up in against the mix as like, oh yeah, mm. almost like the first one doesn't, you know, like the first one doesn't count somehow. Mm-hmm. If, it, if it was actually in NXT, you know. I feel like the minute Sasha and Becky get their Grand Slam, Charlotte won't be that far behind. She can't be the first one to get it. She's not. No. Physically can't be. Once once therefore, his, therefore, hi, therefore, history can't be made. History can't therefore, be made. Charlotte doesn't care. But no, but so, history was made because it, it was the first time an NXT title was defended at WrestleMania. Well, yes. But, and it wasn't um, defended. Which doesn't actually look good on... But does, which actually doesn't look good on NXT as a result. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like it overall? I It was all right. I mean, I like the fact that Wikipedia is reporting this. This part of history is Flair became the first wrestler to win an NXT championship before and after NXT became one of the three main brands. That's the history that they've decided. <laughs> is that is that is that really a history point that needs to be highlighted? Really? Apparently so. Not for crying out loud. All right. Uh, so yes. Um, so Flair rips the. Using the ropes, uses a whiplash to rip at uh, Rhea's knee, and she's basically holding it and screaming for the rest of the match. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was a lot of screaming and a lot of jaw jaw jacking as well. Like yeah, there was there was a lot of uh, you got you got to hear Charlotte trash talk, which was you know (laughs) gives you well dozens of points on top of the score that he would have got. Wait, that isn't a thing. Um, <sighs> my official, my sure. official analysis is this. we'll move on from that then I suppose 
I know. Pete, what did you think of this? What did you enjoy this? It was okay until the ending. Yeah. I don't think she, I don't think they should have put the belt on Charlotte. I don't think it was necessary. I understand why. I just don't think it was necessary. Didn't they, really, need, didn't, they need to have an edge? It, I mean, they need to have an edge over AEW. It doesn't help NXT. How does putting a belt on Charlotte Flair help? There's more star power on Wednesday nights. More but they star already got power. Finn Balor. Is he actually performing over at NXT? Yes. He's, he's wrestling there, yeah? He's, he's going back and forth between NXT and NXT UK at the moment. Oh, fair enough. Somebody else wants to do NXT UK. Cesaro? No. Miss Lynch would like to do NXT. Did you want to do NXT TakeOver Dublin or whatever it is? Uh, of well, course. Yeah, but that's for obvious reasons. Mm. Yeah. Um, She's very interested in that. Next, we saw Bobby Lashley get his head promptly kicked off of his head by Alistair Black. And too right. It's Whoa. like this was a this was a pointless match. It no, was it like... wasn't. It was there to build the continuing storyline of Lana and Lashley. Oh yeah, I by putting in dissension. Yay. Well well you know, it's I, I don't think this match was as bad as the internet seems to think it was. Um but it wasn't exciting, though, it, either. No, I'm not saying it was good. It wasn't as bad as everyone's it, it, Everyone made that. It was like the worst. Oh, it's awful because Bobby... I, 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 I'll, I'll say that much. It wasn't that... It wasn't the, the worst no, of uh, No, it was not the worst. It was, you know, decent. Had, had some good power moves in there. Some real, some real hard hits. And yes, it was to further storyline. But, you know... But for the but, wrong people, though. But for the wrong people. And Bobby Bobby had Alistair Black bang to rights. And Lana interfered and said, no, no, you, you spear him as opposed to, you know, the, the, the dominator. To the Goldberg! Called. Yeah, because yeah, it worked so well the previous night. Um, I just realised we had... We had Three wrestlers on this pay per view, all of whose f- finisher is the spear. It would have been four if uh, Roman was still. Yeah. Active. How bloody horrendous. Put them all in a fatal four way. <laughs> and, every- and everyone says that the super kick has been used oh. uh, too much. Put them all in a fatal four way and let God sort them out. Right. We know he's on the payroll. <laughs> so. Yeah. Bobby being. Bobby having Alistair Banks rights. Uh, only to get spin kicked in the face and being yeah. understandably this is all your fault with Lana afterwards because it was mm-hmm. you know at least it's take, taking that somewhere and Lana needs something to do now on a very permanent basis so it's just it's that storyline or nothing mm-hmm. yeah boy uh, so after one. this never mind after this We've got the, apparently the match that everybody wanted to see and I didn't get it. Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, indeed. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, sticks yeah. And weeks. I, like, I just wasn't emotionally invested in this. You know? No, I can understand. If you've not been you had, following you the storyline, watch... you won't be. That's the thing. It's... Yeah. Um, I just felt like it was ham-fisted and apparently this was the 
the biggest thing that everybody wanted to see. Well, here's the thing. This was built this was being built for like months. For months and months between Otis and Mandy trying to get together and whatnot. And, and then it was yeah. and it was like them uh, and then it was just the tension was being built over the uh, since uh well like just before Elimination Chamber. Like after after Royal Rumble, but before uh, Elimination Chamber. So this has been a this is probably like one of the longest story built matches. Yeah, but my my problem isn't that my 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 problem is that I enjoyed the intersection that this had when there's been matches involving Ziggler and Otis, you know, like the Elimination Chamber and everything else. Like yeah. it, it's always been an underlying thing. So but yeah, then, so- but then on the SmackDown before WrestleMania, we have the mysterious Ali. Um, turning around and just revealing all of the like the mysterious background stuff because they needed to have a final full stop of it at, at WrestleMania, except that that's meant to have ended the feud, and the feud has continued. You know, it's just I, I don't get it. It would have been better if it would just remained an underlying thing because it added tension, and you could have just kept that going rather than someone else completely under un, uh, unrelated to the main story that they've been putting in as hints all the way through this and to just reveal all the information just as a full stop because it just came out of nowhere well it's expected to possibly you know bleed into this new storyline of uh, this mastermind who just uh, you know uh, you know caught them out and whatnot, and then Ziggle will but it have hasn't. a feast. But it, it will it, it will lead to that. Give it time. This whole storyline took so much yeah, time. Yeah, but but however, WrestleMania should have ended, and then uh, the biggest thing that Ziggler should have done on the following SmackDown is go right. Well, now I'm going for the jackass that ruined my life, and that's how it should have gone, rather than fucking um, Tucker. In, no, not uh, t- not Tucker. Um, Ziggler and. Oh my god, I forget her name. Sonia Deville. <laughs> Sonia Deville. Sonia, Sonia Deville just randomly teaming up. But it's 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 the you know the the slightly jealous best friend betrayal. It's like enemy of my enemy type thing. Who wants I, Ma- I, Mandy more than just a, a yeah, friend? Yeah, she loves Mandy more. It's it's a battle of love for Mandy. Unrequited love. The, the, the mm. life and tales of Mandy Rose. What they wanted to do, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. What they I just to do. They tried I just to do. Don't get it. Like they just, it just felt so ham-fisted how they just had to get the match there for WrestleMania. Yeah. It felt like this could have. It felt like they've started it late, and then just quickly pushed it to get it there for WrestleMania. You know? Are you sure, are you sure they started late? In your eyes, how fast? Did everything just come together on the SmackDown before Mania? I I agree. I'd agree with Pete in that it certainly suddenly ramped up pretty quickly, as opposed to this slow burn thing, which was you know it was, was the case. Natu- it was a very natural progression, very natural build, mm. and then it just suddenly went wow all of a that, sudden. That's my that's my biggest dislike with this. Is is that 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 then that the person that revealed everything has had nothing, nothing to do with the WrestleMania match, and nothing to do with it post it so far. 
and that's that's what I don't get. They've had they've they've told this is the first time WWE have told a story well enough that it's kept people engaged for months on end because they've done it well. But the ending doesn't make sense in the fact that there's still all the loose ends that are there. And WrestleMania is meant to finish feuds and end them, not leave all these like things left. It did it yeah, it's it's one of these ones where it's been defined by the end date of WrestleMania and maybe that's not what the time frame required. Um, I wouldn't say it's the first time, Pete, because if I, I seem to remember there was a GM once that we didn't know who it was and it turned out yeah, to but be that story, Yeah, but that so, story didn't end at WrestleMania, did it? No, but I'm, I'm half expecting the hacker to be a Hornswoggle as well because why the hell not at this point? <laughs> Everyone's Hornswoggle. Stephanie would manage just two Hornswoggles just together. Two Hornswoggles just there. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? <laughs> Is that what we're going to refer to? A lovely pair of Hornswoggles on the... On the <laughs> That's it. That's it. Oh, God. Anyway, the match itself. Yeah, I mean, it was okay. It's like... Um, like... It, 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 I, didn't, I didn't not like it. You know, I, it's like uh, some, some some of the moments, and of course that it was all really. I was like like everyone else who like especially the cultaholic boys because most of the cultaholic boys were like totally invested in this thing, and they all wanted just the one ending to it, which was Mandy and Otis getting together, having a good uh, you know having the the fairy tale ending. Even the uh, end of this match felt rushed and not done properly like well yeah it was nut kick distraction to nut kick to distraction to nut kick eight minutes 15 before you ask eight minutes 10 mins yeah and it probably could have done with that felt rushed like it's it's a small piss break match on a storyline that's lasted months with a really rushed ending which isn't necessarily an ending either it turns out no and that's not going to work I... anyway because they find the writer. So yeah, it's I don't know. I I I, I, th- I think a lot of I, I don't I I understand the stock that people had in the match. I don't. Maybe it's because I've got no emotional tether. Maybe I just don't care about other people like this. But like, I don't have didn't have as much stock going into this match as I think other people did. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, in in fairness, though, decent match from from Otis and and obviously Dolph being Dolph. In terms of a so- in terms of a solo capacity, yes, it was a very good match for Otis as a solo competitor. Yes, and, and mm. Dolph I just think just the Dolph ending. And you I, just, I just rely think, on Dolph to. I just think the ending was shit. So it certainly could have been better. Yes. Hmm. Anyway, let us go into the next match, which some people say is still going on today. 36 minutes, 35 seconds it of felt... Beth Phoenix having a fucking migraine and wondering what the hell's happened to her life. It felt way longer than 36 minutes. Uh, oh. If in case you haven't caught on yet, we're talking about Edge versus Randy Orton in a last man standing match. Whereas, you know, Randy Orton did his best Chris Benoit impression. That, that, oh, Matthew dear. pointed that out on, Bo- on a Botchamania and it's like, yeah. When he's not the about, only one. Oh, oh yeah, 
that's bad. He's not the only. It's really bad timing because it's literally just. It literally came out just after the Dark, Dark Side, Side of the Ring. Ring. I and that. But, but here's the thing. It's like I. My mind immediately didn't think that because when I was thinking, everybody was like, else okay. on the internet called it back to that. Didn't yeah, they? of course everyone had to because everyone has a better memory than I do. But I didn't immediately think about it because in the position that Edge was in, his arm was in with the uh, in yeah. that. Uh, well, I, th- I well. think that's, so. I, I didn't that's, immediately I, go, "Oh, he's suffocating him by the thing." I, I was think worried. that's more a safety thing than anything else because of course it was. His bolt is in his neck, so. Um, it was that. The, 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 I, I mean, granted, I, there were spots in it that I found. I don't kind of understand fun. in an edited WrestleMania why people didn't watch this edited version of this match and go, This is too fucking long. I can't believe someone sat down for 36 minutes and thought, Yeah, this is just about the right amount of, of length that we could use as someone that's new to the business as a tour of the um, of the performance center. Because this is what the fuck it was. It was a tour of the performance center. I thought we already a, had look, that. Look at all the wonderful the... things that the performance center has. It has it has weights, it has rings. It has it's got a fucking steel shipping. table with a really low ceiling. That was that has a great that has a grating that you can climb onto. Yeah, it's chicken wire for some reason. That's, that's what's going on there? But it, actually, in fairness, that was actually a decent spot. That I like. That. Yeah, it was that, a very that, good that, spot. that was a spot that um, I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, also, the fact that it, it did go into you know the boardroom and the, what was it the boardroom, the meeting room and the offices and all these other places that you wouldn't have thought they would have gone into necessarily. Um, but think, but think to that uh, empty arena match between Rock and Mankind. They went everywhere. They did go in everywhere. That match. And then the forklift truck killed the Rock. Do you remember? It was, <laughs> it was <laughs> a good example of cinematic which doesn't work. Um, yeah, it was, but it did go on for a very long time, as you say, Pete. And uh, the best, honestly, for me, the best bit of it was after the match ended, with the with the bit of Edge sort of being sorry, and that you know, it's after all this, he's, Orton's done all this yeah. stuff to him, but he's still his friend, and he's kind of regretful and remorseful, and sort of puts his head on Orton's, and there's mixed emotions and. It was by far the best thing in the match, and it was yeah. it was after it. Well, I mean, granted, I liked how the finish was. Was you know, Edge had to do the concerto, and he was like contemplating on on it, and it's like you could just see it in his head. You know, he was just like going over it, and it's like, no, I need to do this. You know, to stop it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have to wonder if, obviously, that's Edge taking his own way out, out from the business you know that's his that's the thing he wants to hang his neck hang hang his coat on and say like look i'm done but i wonder if they'll bring him back in a like a goldberg sort of thing because i'd much well, rather I, I think the crowd would much rather see edge come back for a, a, a winner belt and then lose at mania than they would see goldberg again i could see edge doing not full but like half yeah, yeah, year, like 150 dates or something. Yeah, it's like um, that's what it's looking to be after because we, uh, I think it was like before, before night two, they had the 24 special 
on second edge second mountain or whatever it was yeah second mountain and uh that pretty much talked about him you know wanting to come back and finish things so, uh, he said it in this promo on the raw after um uh, uh royal rumble was uh, he wanted to end his end his career on his terms and whatnot and with this second chance of whatnot i think that he would come back for a few more matches on uh, down the line when those will be who knows um and who who he'll be going up against that's another question as well but um no it's like it's you know he is hoping to get to do more um you know going forward and this was just like his you know it's like he's been he was off he was off wrestling for nine years I can put I can give it fault that he wanted to have you know quite a long match to kind of like get out of the system and whatnot yes it was a little walk and brawly and it had some hilarious stuff as well like the falling over cameraman it's like it's like what speaking of the cameraman like I really did enjoy how the match opened oh yeah I it's like uh, Orton disguised as a cameraman goes in RKO, RKO's uh, edge you know straight out of the bat or not granted thankfully that wasn't the end of the match well some people would probably say oh I wish it was the end of the match there but um... I wish it was the end of the match um <laughs> no I don't actually no <laughs> I wouldn't have thought so no. um but no, it had it had spots. It had really good spots in it. You know, the start. Uh, it had really good. St- uh, you know, it had a good middle, good uh, good beginning, good middle, good end. But the in between bits, yeah, you could have like trimmed them down a little bit and probably trim it down to, you know, twenty twenty to twenty five minutes rather than a thirty minute kind of like uh, outing. So when. When the top, when it's not, you know, a specific time limit one, when the top match in terms of length beats the second by, you know, 17 minutes, not a, not a massively good sign. Um, when you compare it to matches we're going to talk about later that certainly could have benefited from, from more time makes you wonder why some of it some of it wasn't you know cut back cut back cut back mm. also some of the stuff Edge did he shouldn't have been doing <laughs> no very simple as that he shouldn't have been doing it and I, I, hope, I hope Beth slapped the shit out of him doing it well at least he got it out of his system and it probably won't happen again not until the next big payday saudi arabia edge returns <laughs> uh it was good just too long um next we'll talk about a match which um apparently had the guys reminding us why they were there it's the street profits versus uh angel gaza and austin theory for the royal tag team championship just in case you didn't realize it's wrestlemania a bitch. The two words that made out so many 
so many re refrequences and reoccurrences over the course of the second day. WrestleMania and bitch. Yeah, bitch. Uh, well, well. <laughs> actually, you're quite right. well. It, it's it's only fair because uh, um, the word bitch has been synonymous for WrestleMania for a good amount of uh, years. In fact, uh, you know, it's part of uh, Stephanie's repertoire uh, back in the, uh, the long early two thousands. No, let's not fall into that. But yeah, because it was it was the it was the the big bad word that Steph was allowed to say, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. the big bad word. Like it, nope, like like bastard could only be attributed to either the Big Show or Christian, depending upon who was being talked about at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. Um... The match felt like it was all right, with the exception of, I think it was uh, Montez Ford who did this massive flip out of the ring and then landed on his back, which looked fucking disgusting. Well, I I don't know if it was any more disgusting uh, compared to Kofi's trust fall um, a while back. I mean, I I wasn't going to refer to that, but yeah. It just seems to be the thing that they're just doing really dangerous shit. I mean, gra- I mean, granted, you got the mats uh, out, out on the outside. Yeah, they're protective and whatnot, but they're not that thick. So, yeah, you, you guys need to worry about, you know, think about your future and whatnot and mm. don't doing doing your back so early, especially <laughs> those guys. Because, I mean, look at bloody uh, Jason Jordan. You know, he's he's completely out of it. Uh, because of his next injuries and whatnot, and what, who knows what could have aggravated that? It could have been any number of kind of like dives to the outside that could have uh, mm. affected that, and that's and that's the same case with Big E and all that. So yeah, it's like guys, guys, stop doing this. Stop, stop. If, it's a matter of know. time, as we've said before. It's a matter of time before Big E hurts himself majorly. Yeah, please stop, Mister E. Please stop. Yeah, we we love you. We want to see you keep performing. Also, yeah, we're got... sorry that we're sorry that yet again you've been denied the chance to get a WrestleMania victory. Yeah, poor guy can't get a WrestleMania um, win. Can't get an elimination of the Royal Rumble. Can't just bloody do any of it. Can't get on WrestleMania this year. Um, yeah, this was a short match as well. Yeah, I wasn't really fully invested in. No, this I wasn't. Match. But I think that's because there was too many changes. Although I do like, as I said, it's built up uh, Zelina Vega to actually have the full stable. If they can't start calling themselves Triple A soon, it really wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> um, after, after all the copyright uh, kind of like um, malarkey that Triple A has in, in their pr- promotion, and it's like, it, you know, you that, can't fault WWE a... to just take a stab at them and just say, "Hey, we're calling a stable Triple A." That, uh, that's saying it's probably a hornet's nest you don't want to poke right at this moment in time. No. Um, but yeah, following the match, we had the Gronk promo where Gronk wins the 24-7 championship. Much to to John's elatement, as you can tell if you're watching the video version <laughs> of this podcast. I think, I think he's broken his mind. It's all right. I want you to use that as a picture for the thumbnail. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Just my dead eye stare. Just and we haven't seen anything of hide nor hair of Gronk and the twenty four seven championship post WrestleMania yet. So it's um, in his fridge. 
I have a feeling we're probably never going to see that belt again. And might that was... be, actually. Might be. I hope to God, yeah. Because it's, like it's, it's, it's been a pointless uh, title. It's had, it's, it's had fleeting moments of entertainment, but it's not long enough to hold war. As soon as, as, soon oh, as, I'm Mojo, sorry. As, soon as Mojo got it, uh, went like, yeah, it's a proper title now. It's like, oh, all right then. I'm sorry. Would you would you prefer them to have a 36 minute last man standing match for the 24 seven title? Would that be long enough to wet your appetite? If it's at a, if it's a, if it's contested uh, over, uh, you know, between a uh, a ballpark, uh, you know, a fun park kind of like ride place. A airport, and uh, lastly, a um, uh, the the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, yes, <laughs> right. Uh, following that, we had the now no longer a six pack challenge, the five way women's championship match, which apparently turned itself into a five way elimination match. Yeah, it just surprisingly just turned into elimination rules right then and there. It's like ah oh, yes, and this it was at this point ladies and gentlemen, that it was the turnaround for the predictions, I would like to say. Um, Kev did you actually get need... the winner? Did you actually pick Bailey? Yes, I did pick Bailey. Oh, that was where it was. Yeah. Um, mm. But it was also where your pick got fucking destroyed. Oh, <laughs> poor Naomi. Um, so anyway, best match of the night. Yes, no, I'll agree. It was the best match of the night. I was expecting more dissent then, um, but it was, it was. It's, it was it's a, only because it's only John's because disagreeing, I, but it's only, it's only because I call the following match the best promo of the night. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, honestly, I absolutely love this match. Uh, I thought it was really good. The fact that we had, you know, okay, Tamina got booked as she's supposed to. Yep. Um booked properly got to look good it wasn't any of this oh tamina it was no tamina was taken as a threat tamina was mm -hmm. strong tamina was fending off all of them it took every so, single yeah. one of them to beat tamina yeah tamina put, do dragging somebody finish. in by her ankle because they she held because he was held onto the ankle so she went fuck you i'm gonna drag you into the ring mm -hmm. and then elbow mm -hmm. drop you that was really really good then you had the division down the middle in terms of well it's boss and hug versus um, Lacey glow and, and glory, or whatever the fuck you want to call them. Glowing glow glory. glory. What um, the fuck? <laughs> the glow and you know the glory. I I <laughs> got I got where you were going, but that name needs to die in a fire. <laughs> I swear, I swear, if that happens, where they're a tag team and they're going after the tag team titles and they're calling themselves, we're blaming you, Kevin. Absolutely, blame me. Blame me for everything. And blame also, me for give instance. me a royalty check. <laughs> yes. Also, also, WWE, you know, are you hiring at the minute? Oh, wait, no. Um, uh, Jesus. No, uh, yeah, in serious, it, it made sense, logical booking. Tamina, Tamina, went out, Tamina went out first, but she looked very, very strong. And it was a, it was a really good showing. Um, you had, like I say, that it sort of devolved into tag teams, and those tag teams stuck because that made the most sense. You know, it, it it made sense that if oh if Boss and Hugger together, then Naomi and um what's her face? Um Lacey, Lacey Evans. Evans. Lacey Evans, who wasn't awful, um 
it made sense that they stuck together because they realised it's the best way of countering these two. Like, we need to work together. It's none of this betrayal bullshit. Um, Naomi then got got <laughs> got walloped, as we know. Um, we had the miscommunication with with Sasha and Bailey, and so so that was teased, but it went the other direction. And Sasha was, yeah. was the bigger was the bigger woman, but still kind of regrets it. And oh well, that can continue. Um, but you had the fact that it, it was the it was the old thing of you know got pulled into the move, pulled into the D, and then the other the tag team part that goes, what was that for? Like somehow they did it. Um, the fact that the fact that Bailey was like, no, honestly, it's not. We'll discuss, let's discuss it afterwards. Let's, let's worry about this now. And the fact that it was all like this now, as in defending my title, and Sasha just going, oh, okay then. Bailey trying to protect Sasha, but from uh, a hit, but only ending with her getting the women's right, and that looked. That looked awesome, by the way. That's the best-looking women's right I've ever seen out of Lacey Evans. Proper Big Show KO punch style thing, and a great sell from Sasha, which knocked her out. Bailey not sure what to do, and then the and then whether or not she saved Sasha or not. So, and in the confusion that she she let it happen. Um, actually, when Bailey when Sasha got knocked out the ring, actually after after that, mm-hmm. there was a really nice little touch um, in the. Because Lacey went for a pin on on Bailey. Bailey kicked out, but she kicked out. But as she's got the first thing she did was checking on was checking on Sasha, and then she quickly stopped because she realised she had to be concentrating on Lacey. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was really nice from that point of view. Bailey hits um, whatever the fuck her finish is called. I, I sort of called the rose drop at one point from somebody, uh, or the rose pot, or the pot plant, or the yucca plant, or something or the other. The hug belly driver. Oh, also, actually, that brings us back to um, to outfits. Actually, oh, rewind back to night one, and we had. Um, Kofi previously uh, at WrestleMania 35, he they had the color by numbers one that was all filled out. If you remember rightly, that all the guys did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then we fast forwarded to Saudi. Was it Saudi where they, or was it Elimination Chamber or somewhere where they had the same gear? But it was the paint by numbers, but it wasn't filled in yet, so it was all black and white. Uh, it might have been Royal Rumble, maybe. Might have been Rumble, yeah. Um, and this and uh, this main, yeah, he had it halfway, so it was like it was it was the, it was the it was the paint by numbers gear again, but like parts of it had been coloured in. That mm. was very nice. Bailey's gear was her old gear for previous Mania, but. But with, oh, like, with it all the new cut, logo, yeah, but the new logo like over the top of her old logo, and yeah. the the um, the smiley face thing with a cross out and everything. Mm. All the color was taken away out of it as well. It was black and white as opposed to her or the previous red and yellows and blue and yellows that she wore. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lovely, it's a lovely little touch. But like say. Uh, Sasha comes in, is the signing factor. Bailey keeps the title, much to her joy and to the joy 
of a certain new champion for LMKO. It wasn't based off this, though. It wasn't based off this, but... Um, it was the starting point. Yeah, starting point. I still think Naomi would have made a very good choice on the basis that the, the story of coming back from whatever the heck she was she was dealing with. Obviously, we don't know the full details. And, and heck, I would have liked... Need to. And I, I would have liked to, the turn to happen right then and there, after, the, especially after the promo beforehand that made it tease like uh, it was oh, going to yeah, happen. The... I'm just happy that Lacey Evans didn't walk out as the champion. That's all I'm happy around. I mean, we're happy about that. But like so her, her best showing, her best showing, yes. Tamina's best showing, mm -hmm. uh, Naomi's best showing since she's been back. I'll agree then. I think it was good for everybody that was involved, mm. to be fair. It was a very good match. Rightfully deserved its place on the card. The However, on the card. let us talk about the greatest promo known to man. I'm not going to call it a match. Yeah, no, you is, can't call it a match because it is, it is a promo. And I think it's fucking amazing what they did here. Yeah. So, like... And this is more of what I wanted from The Fiend and Bray Wyatt in particular because it it shows that he's literally out for revenge against the people that have done Bray Wyatt wrong in the past. And it's a whole deconstruction of John Cena as a character. And um, there have been a couple of videos that have got up where it's actually a deconstruction of the entire Firefly Funhouse match and all the Easter eggs and everything else that's involved with it. And it's it, they're really actually good to watch because there's some stuff there that even I missed. And the biggest thing that threw me off in this um, this whole promo build and like the the Firefly Funhouse match was why they did John Cena as uh, Hulk Hogan in the NWO, and this was meant to show that if he did take the heel turn, he would essentially have it. It could have revitalized his career as it did when the NWO was originally formed, and Hulk Hogan got a massive boost to his career when he turned heel, and that's what that was in reference to and that's the biggest thing that every, it, it threw everybody off everything else like all the basics from the rest of this thing everybody got but it was that one thing that a lot of people didn't get but there are some small nods in it through everything and um if you do feel like you've got some time that you want to go out and have a look at i do suggest i think it's um, on wrestle talk's secondary channel the parts of unknown there's the easter eggs of the firefly funhouse match and uh, there's a couple of other bits and pieces of the, the entire deconstruction of the match and just looking yeah, at everything so there's, from there's different points of view. truly fantastic articles about it going around. Mm. Definitely check those out. Mm. Um, I thought the biggest shock was that Punk was shown. Yes, mm. out of everything, that was... Uh, Punk, gets to be in the, Punk gets to be in the main event! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> he wins in the end! Um... There was a lot here, John. You've obviously had something you've wanted to say. Say no. I was just, I was just saying, uh, just thinking back to what you just said. It was like you're not classing this as a match. I'm not classifying as a match either. But there was still a prediction for it, so I still win. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> nice try. Like, I love because... it. I love it, John. Te 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 technically, <laughs> at the end of this entire promo, a move was done. A referee called a count. A, a, a referee, you say? <laughs> a I don't. I don't think. I don't think I've never seen a referee that wore, wore a uh, you know a, a sweater like that. John. Uh, John. John. You need to take it. I've won WrestleMania two years in a row. And I'm going to hold the belt for another six to eight months before one of you actually gets to beat me again. 
it's over, John. I am. I don't know. Should we let your Kev? I'm tempted to agree we... with Turbo just because that makes us co-champions and then Debezi doesn't no, get away. No co-champion. But no. In, in absolute <laughs> fairness, the a winner of a winner of what was termed a match, whether or not we believe it was a match or not, and I agree with Pete in that it wasn't a match. It was a psychological deconstruction. In fact, the only thing that I'm actually sad they didn't go into was the thing that I've always said about John Cena was if, it, if he's this massive defender of the rights, why was he, why was he with his girlfriend who was publicly a heel mm. and doing all this despicable shit? And he mm. was there at the same time going, yeah, yeah, this is the, my love of my life. And it's like, okay, well, why the fuck aren't you stepping in and saying this is wrong? Isn't this not the entire point of your character? But going back to it, it a, a victor was declared... Um, even though I agree with Titus O'Neil's reaction, because <laughs> he uh, he was the replacement uh, host after Gronk made that his should, uh, exit. That should be that should be one for the that should be, actually that yeah. should be the um, the thumbnail. Just all of us going, <laughs> <laughs> doing our best, Titus. It so you know the fiend wins because he doesn't. He doesn't. There wasn't a fight. I mean, it comes to the scoring of this. I'm counting this as a zero. There was no wrestling match. When you have the hard, when you have the Hardy stuff, which you know obviously didn't happen. There was no Matt Hardy. There never was. Um, when you look back at that, there was a fight. And there was there a was, referee. There was. There was a. a <laughs> A licensed official, I think you'll find it was yeah. Turbo. Uh, there was no licensed official here, but then again, what, what official in their right fucking mind would go into the funhouse? Unless you're going to get like the ghost of Tim White to come out or something. It's not going to happen. It was this wonderful psychological breakdown of, of the character of John Cena. The fact that the, 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 or the best bit of that was how, you know... John realizes it cuts to John attacking Bray, and then he realizes he's beating up um, the pig character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Huskis. Huskis, which is the most innocent of the characters in the funhouse, is Huskis, which is the yeah. representation of Husky think... Harris. And it's so, just like, but... you are the bully, look what you're doing. Cena realizing in, it, yeah, that being the good In, in terms of the clip show, like the only thing I'm surprised that there wasn't shown was the Survivor Series match against the Nexus. Yeah, that needed to be done. It needed something need to be something needed to have been said about how Cena betrayed Wade Barrett. Mm. Something something should have should have been said about that. Something should have more should have been said about. Uh, I think about, you, because you you already had him like trying to be like part of the Wyatt family and mm. whatnot uh, beforehand. I think they just for time constraint. Well, I yeah. say time constraints now because uh, I was you know, I was so happy to see that version of Bray Wyatt back. It looked I, real good. Yeah. Like with the, with, the, with the new hair and everything, it looks so good. Something, something that, uh, another thing that a lot of people have pointed out because they've actually gone through the match way more time. I've watched it like three, four times myself, just the Firefly Funhouse match. And I'm like, um, a lot of people have commented that there's actually a proper Sister Abigail. When we first saw it live, I honestly thought it was just the doll sitting in the chair, but apparently it's a real person that's sitting in that chair. Hmm. So, 
But it wasn't. wasn't it wasn't Bray. Thankfully, I was concentrating. On, I was concentrating on Bray too much, to be honest. Mm. I was like, just like, oh my god, he's back! Praise be the Lake of Reincarnation. The um, actually, those those two shared some sort of loving messages on Twitter afterwards. Oh yeah, they did. Those those <laughs> we've said this before. Those two properly appreciate each other. As, yeah, it, it as even creators. bled into. Yeah, it also bled into John Cena's Instagram. Even there's a yes. lot of. Clearly there's there's, there's a lot of videos that have come out off the back of the Firefly Funhouse match, which really delve into <clears throat> how Bray Bray White is in terms of uh, an intellectual ideas man, and how much of this like he creates. And there's a I, I do suggest that if you've got any interest off the back of the Firefly Funhouse match to look into how creative White is. The videos exist on YouTube hmm. and. They're, they're definitely worth a watch. The man is really intelligent. I, I would go out on a limb and say that he, he is a wrestling genius in terms of what he's doing. Um, in, in the level that he's operating on as opposed to everything else. The fact that obviously he's got the latitude to, watch, to, to actually do that, with, not only with the character, but with book management to be actually yeah. be able to do that and pull that off. But even so, what's being done there in terms of whether we ever had anything like that, in terms of a psychological character for deconstruction, as you, as you no, said before. Not on that level. Never, never not before on that level. on that level. There's been the odd sort of thing sort of going, oh yes, this is your true self program, what have you. Not a yeah, proper... The, closest, I think it, I think it's, the closest you can say is Kane. Yes. I think it's, yeah, I think so it's literally... It has to be the only thing that matt hardy has had any like sort of competition in in terms of like the not creation but like the idealization of what he wanted and conceptualization of yeah. having something that put together i think it's the only time and something like out of everything that wwe's tried in terms of cinematic wrestling i think it's the only time that something's really done and you know what props to fucking john cena for being up for doing it as well mm-hmm because it takes it, t- it takes a lot for someone to come up with an idea of like how can we actually mentally deconstruct your character but then it takes somebody else to go yeah let's do it let's take my character from the past 20 years and let's do this because that's his legacy um, that he's put on the business yeah uh, shout out as well to the archivist yeah. who deserves a lot of credit <laughs> as well for being able to just Haul out the stuff and making sure that it's been pristine enough to have that. Um, Oh, lovely little touch. I'm not sure if this was actually... I'm not sure if this was actually the theme of main event. Oh, the... um, Saturday Night's main event. When Saturday Night's main event, uh, the theme choice for that is, is obsession. You are an obsession. I think that was the idea. Yeah. Like... The mixture of that and the mixture of that and the whole muscle gimmick from the eighties and that. I think, yeah, also, I think, which I also think plays it, I think on the also plays on the bodybuilding failed bodybuilding career. It was so. I, I so think good. it was. I think it was very intelligently put together. I mm. really do, and I can't stop gushing about this match anymore. So we best actually continue, um, because we're near the end of this, and thusly we move on to. WWE 2K20.2 of um, Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. 
I'm going to let John take this one away. Yeah, after you. And I'm sure Kevin will intersplice John's reaction. At the well, time. just take just take the the uh, Goldberg uh, Braun match. Uh, copy and paste that. Repl- uh, edit out the characters. Put them together and uh, have a much more likable person win. It was double the length. I'm taking that now. It was double the length of, of the uh, Goldberg one. Because there was like three more moves in it. I mean, uh, the best man won. Uh, the, the right man won. I yeah, say. the right man won, yes. I, the best part I like of this match is every time that Drew kicked out, you had Heyman at ringside turn around and go, if he's just going to keep kicking out, do it again. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he's like, we knew he was good. We knew he was good. So like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Heyman's yeah, like, you can do this, Brock. Heyman's instructions were, were, were the fact that we could hear them really lend itself to yeah. the match. Mm-hmm. It was okay. It was serviceable for what it did. The the right person you know, won. The, the problem with this is, and it's what we mentioned in predictions, is should it have waited for having a live audience because it would have blown and i said this i put it on twitter like uh, the minute it happened and i said the right man won and if there was a crowd there it would have blown the roof off the place mm-hmm. because that would have been the the story because it is literally drew mcintyre's comeback story like like it's in like john and i were watching this i think prior to day one because there was a load of new stuff that went up on the network which was like um there was a thing of Drew from the Rumble all the way up until WrestleMania. There was yep. another couple of bits and pieces as well. And it, it, Drew even said like it was literally his comeback story. It's the story that he felt like he needed to come back to WWE to tell. And it was it's, it's good. It, it did. Mm-hmm. And it needed to happen. The problem is, is that it's, it's happened at probably the worst point, you know, mm-hmm. with everything that's going on. And I feel sorry for the guy, but... If he can try and make something of this and the WWE top management don't look at him and go, well, you know, ratings aren't as high as they should be with you there holding the belt. That would be about right. That would be about right, wouldn't it? And they've done that before, where they've given the belt to someone which was the right idea, but then taken it off them because the ratings weren't there. You know? And the reaction's not there. I will say we got something very unique at the end, which was the... Um, which was Drew looking into the camera, reaching out to the audience and going, thank you. Yeah, the sort of the I like that. Break. Yeah, he, he, you, you wouldn't not, have had that. You wouldn't have had yeah. that. And the fact that it was goes back to what he said previously about this being our moments and this being, you know, a, a thing for us in this yeah. in this time and, you know, about the support that everyone gives each other. That was nice and that was really unique. Um, I want to throw it back to John now, though, because what? Tell us about how important this is for that, for, especially for international um, viewers and listeners, John. How important is this for? Dare I say, British wrestling? <laughs> because I mean, it is, but for British wrestling, for for the Scottish scene as well as 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 you know. Let's. What? What? How important is is this for for everyone here, and why? Why yeah, we all like, think it's important? Of them? It's like, like with all other major sports, sporting events. You know, UK, because it's such a kind of like small kind of like country in the grand scale of the world. 
itself. You know, it's like we're always considered as kind of like, you know, a very niche kind of like a competitor when it comes to actual sports, and that's been always been the case uh, for for years and years and years. Like you, you know, you look at the you know the World Cup, you look at uh, you know the, uh, the football World Cup. Like we, we tend to make the uh, sports and then not be very good at them. Yeah, that tends to be the case. But in recent resurgence and whatnot, in like in the sporting scene, like in in tennis, you know, and it's like uh, uh, Andy Murray uh, has been um, uh, obviously the one man uh, to be able to break a you know an ongoing curse that uh, where a British a British competitor couldn't win the Wimbledon uh, for many years, and bloody hell, he won two of them in in. A matter of years and the olympics at wimbledon yeah so it's like you know it's 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 a great thing and it's it's just a it's like it's hard to put it into you know into a real coherent sentence how this means to not only to british but especially for someone like myself of scottish descent where like scotland's always been looked looked over a lot yeah, and uh, it's always it, it's the same case with its wrestling scene, but in recent years, uh, especially with the the uh, promotion ICW Insane Championship Wrestling, it's like uh, the wrestling scene is as big as ever has ever been in in decades. Like you gotta remember, you gotta remember that the British the British wrestling scene really had a rebirth um, quite a few years ago. Um, yeah, with the advent of WCPW and then ITV were shortly behind bringing stuff like World <laughs> Sports Network and then, then WWE Panic. Yeah. So there, there, there's lot there's lots of things that were there and it's really highlighted because a lot of stuff like you're talking about, like um, uh, <laughs> the insane championship wrestling has been around for ages, but nobody really paid attention to it until WCPW brought a lot of stuff to like YouTube and everything else. And then people started looking at the YouTube scene a lot more and everything else that was there. And the same with Fight Night because people follow people follow. Um, oh, what's the right words? I'm going to say content creators because I can't remember the right words, but like what cultural wrestling brought a lot of, hype back into the scene for a lot of uk re uh people who enjoy wrestling and yeah. then you know that's how i got back into wwe was because of what culture wrestling and adam adam blompier and all that well you know? i mean well technically with myself it was botchermania essentially and you know thank matthew for that yeah content like... creators influencers whatever you like they, they really you. have been acting as as a bridge to this other content and obviously uh insane championship wrestling has always had this very very Niche. tight audience mm -hmm. and always has always put on this great show it's the uk it it's the uk that. equivalent of ecw exactly ECW. very much that um yeah. and again is whilst there was word of mouth it didn't really go outside of scotland that much no Whereas but until the likes of ECW had like word of mouth, thanks to obviously being more of a uh, a wrestling city. Yeah, and it's like the US because the US is obviously and the US is the yeah. US with, with how it is. Yeah, it's anyway. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a great story, and it would be interesting to see how that pays, how that's then paid forward with Drew. 
I, I do I do hope it actually does well for a minute and he can actually have a good lengthy time with the belt uh in amidst in amidst this pandemic that we're in you know it's like Question, uh, mark has drew ever held the u.s title no it's only been the uh, intercontinental title he's ever had okay so he just needs the u.s title for a grand slam yeah pretty much one other thing though after obviously this drew mcintyre professional wrestler slash sports entertainer nominated for the bbc sports personality of the year sick amazing i didn't even know well pretty freaking cool well good but you know it's like what if he wins it Love I was it. gonna say it's, it's, it's kind it. it's kind of on the nose, being that BBC Sport and WWE are kind of together. Be, that's actually a good point. But yeah, it's time to call this to an end. But before we do, marks on the doors out of five for WrestleMania 2020 Part Dose, Mr. Kevin. A three, making that a five out of ten overall, Mr. John. Uh, I will. Bump mine, uh, bump night two's point up to uh, a three point five, so that gives you a six point five overall. Fuck you oh both! God. I'm taking a four, making mine a seven. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I, that's I am still the winner, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That has been uh, WrestleMania 2020 part dose, uh, in going along with part part uno as well. As always. I've been Pete Tunsgrid, Nevco, joined by the lovely John Turbo Finley. Thank you very much. And the even more lovely Kevin, the Kevin Eva. Eva. You're welcome. You can find all our socials in the usual places as well as all places to find us around the internet. Come follow us, come and chat to us about all the stuff that we do. Uh, there'll be a slight change up for going forward for the following year uh, in terms of what shows we're going to cover. Uh, we'll have more on that in a separate thing. But um, needless to say, just doing WWE shows kind of puts a damper when a lot of us just puts it on a down point. So we're aiming to mix it up over the year. Um, yeah, we've done this for, what, nearly two years now, on and off. Some gaps here or there, but nearly two yeah. years. This is our third Mania. We're at yeah. we 50 shows now? Oh, we're well over oh, 50 we're well shows. over 50 shows now, yeah. I can't remember. Uh, the Royal Rumble match that you guys covered was show 50. There we go. Uh, yeah, there we go. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for joining us. And until next time, don't forget your your horn swoggles. Bye, buddy. Bye. <laughs>